speak the power out of it. Yeah. It helps. And it just bringing your beliefs into light, too, because, like, clearly we were thinking if we're going to our rooms, I did the same thing. I would just go to my room all the time as a kid and just, yeah. like, cry myself to sleep and yeah. just feel so alone. Mm-hmm. And so, like, that belief, that core belief is, like, things are not safe. Like, the world is Dangerous mean. Yeah. mean and out to get me. Yeah, and I'm so alone here. I'm so alone in the world. Like, mm-hmm. that's, I think, one of the core things about it. So just we kind of recreate that if we're not conscious of it. And, like, Let's dig through the mud together We're so glad you're here Join us here each week For Mudlark Ba-da-da-da-da Hi loves, welcome to Mudlark. I'm your host, Danny Boltz, and I started this podcast because I believe that our stories are what connect us, especially the darker, more challenging parts of them. The times in my life where I felt the most deeply connected and okay are within those moments of truth-speaking and ruthless vulnerability with another person. Here we talk about topics surrounding inner child, addiction, friendship, love, sex, creativity, connection, community. Really, this is the place where we talk about all the things, especially the things that are sometimes just simply hard to talk about. I'm not here to bring you big names, you guys. I'm here to bring you big topics. And now it's time for us to dig through the mud together. Let's go. Hello, lovely friends. Welcome back to the show. I'm so glad you're here. I'm your host, Danny Boltz. Probably recognize my voice from the intro. I am super pumped to share today's conversation with you. Today, I am talking with Courtney Santoro. She was on episode one. She's one of my absolute best friends, favorite humans, and she's an intuitive astrologer. And she is going to be regularly showing up here on Mudlark. She's a big part of my life and adds so much value to the show with all of her knowledge of astrology and just her calming, cozy presence and energy in general. I just love her so much. So in today's episode, we are talking about Scorpio season. We are in Scorpio season. If you don't know what that means, that's okay. You're about to. And it's just really cool how she breaks everything down. She's so grounded and just teaches me so much. And I can't wait for you to hear ways to really kind of like work through the energy of Scorpio season with more ease. So you'll learn all about that. We talked about, like I said, the energy of Scorpio season. We talked about power dynamics, talked about the importance of taking your power back, Mercury retrograde, the power of slowing down. We talked about so much stuff, also including um, our, mine and Courtney's like number one triggers in social situations, which was interesting. And we ended up talking so much about inner child, which makes sense because it's literally what we talk about more than anything else in our friendship. And I just can't wait for you 
to hear this conversation with Courtney. Uh, Before we hop into it, I do want to read a listener review of the week. This is a five-star review from Jesse B1234, and it, it is titled Highly Recommend. I've taken something into my head and heart from every episode. I feel connected and like I know Danny personally. Thank you, Danny, for putting yourself out in the world for us all to enjoy. Thank you so much, Jesse. I really appreciate you taking the time to write that review. Um, if we're not friends on Instagram, find me. Um, I'd love to see your face. Send me a message. And you guys also remember when you leave a five star review, be sure to screenshot it because I'm releasing my mini course this November, this month. It's November now. Better get to it. Uh, And I would love to give you the access code so you can get in for free because these reviews just really help grow the show. And I appreciate it so very much. So thank you, Jesse. And without further ado, let's move on to my conversation with Courtney Santoro. I'll see you on the other side. Because I'm a monster and I listen to podcasts on like a two speed. <laughs> I can't believe I'm, you do that. <laughs> I don't believe it. <laughs> I don't believe it. Um, so even with mine, like I just, I get annoyed with the one speed and I like, cause I want to listen to as many podcasts as I can, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. So I, I put it on that two speed and I was like, oh, I like this. <laughs> you listen to it on two speed? Oh, one and a half or two. I don't know how you do that. I don't like it at all. I think about you every time I accidentally press that stupid fucking button because I listen to it. It's like chipmunks. It's just so fast. It is. I'm like really used to it now, though. So I just I just like it. But if someone has an accent or something, then I have to slow it down because I can't understand that. You're like, you're like, "Mm," tantalizing. I'm like, we're going to have to take this to normal. (laughs) You're like, bummer. (laughs) Oh, well, how have things been for you since the podcast interview that we did a couple months back? They've been good. Yeah. What have have things felt like for you? A lot of change. Mm Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I started a new job, like yeah. a bridge job. How's that going? Really good. Everyone at my work is so nice and sweet, and they're all, like, finance people, but nice. Yeah. I'm just trying to, like, accept them for who they are. Yeah. And accept the job for exactly what it is. Yeah. Does it feel so good to just have a regular paycheck yeah. again? Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like the routine is so nice. Yeah. Because I've been subbing for the last two years, going to different places every day. Yeah. So going to the same place every day, having my same coffee or tea, and just even that is so grounding for me. That yeah. I'm like, huh. That's the Virgo in you, just wanting like that routine and structure, huh? Yeah. Yeah. That feels good. I love that. I I go through like spurts. I feel like where I'm like, I just want to do the same thing for two days mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I want to always shift it. I feel like, what is that in my chart then? Because does, does that make sense that I don't like a ton of routine, but I do like some? Yeah. I mean, I feel like it's partly your North node too of just wanting freedom yeah. and not putting like a like a tom- too much structure around yourself, but mm-hmm. your Capricorn loves structure too. So, right. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, uh, Courtney is an, an astrologer in the episode one that we did. We talked all about that. We kind of talked about the North node a little bit. We talked about 
just various aspects of the chart. So it's a really good, it's a really good episode. If It's good for anyone just starting to learn about astrology. It was a really good, like 101, I think. Yeah. It was I think great. So too. Uh, we wanted to talk about kind of like Scorpio season and just this time that we're stepping into, well, we've already stepped into it. I guess we're like probably shin deep in it now <laughs> right yeah um do you want to just talk about what's going on yeah in the freaking stars and everything mm-hmm. right now so we just had was it last week a scorpio new moon and that meant the sun and the moon were in scorpio so is mercury and i believe venus and so there's just a lot of scorpio energy happening and then now venus moved into sag but Mm. Um, we're still going to be in Scorpio. The sun will until the end of November or like November 21st, 22nd. And so that is just like Scorpio is like, it's ruled by Pluto and it's also associated with the eighth house in the chart. And it's all about like, it's like a water sign. It's intense. It's everything below the surface. So going deep is Mm -hmm. like depth is like the main thing i think about with scorpios like they're deep yeah and it's taking into account like all of our psychology like the depths of our psyche and like wounds and triggers and kind of bringing to light like patterns Mm. and like what we maybe just sweep under the rug right and like scorpio season like brings that shit out to look at i've been feeling that (laughs) me too yeah just kind of like that old the old wound piece of that or just little weird shadow things that I yeah. I kind of forget about. And then I'm like, Ooh, why did that person just trigger me? I'm like, yeah. Oh shit. That's like perfect for Scorpio season is just paying attention to where you get triggered. And, um, yeah, just like emotional ups and downs, like paying attention to any of that stuff and mm-hmm. not ignoring it or avoiding it is important. Right. Where have you been feeling Scorpio season the most? Here, hold on a second. Sure. I feel like it's like kind of like I'm talking at the bottom of the mic or something. It's weird. (laughs) Maybe that's okay. That's way fucking better. Hold on. I have such a lower voice than you do. I feel like mine's low. No. (gasps) 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 Is that better? Is that? Here, (laughs) keep doing that. <laughs> solo solo this is how low my voice always is okay talk hello no just talk normal 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 talking hello 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 see hello. your voice is so much hello higher. hello welcome <laughs> to the day motherfucker <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> anyway where have you been feeling the shift in scorpio season like in your life right now Hmm. Well, uh, another thing about Scorpio is looking at power, Mm. like power dynamics and like, like sex is actually really related to Scorpio too. Um, and they are like notorious for being like really sexual and stuff, but Mm. like, that's not just, it's mostly just because they're very passionate and intense. Like that's the archetype. Um, but yeah, I've had like this whole situation where, um, it happens all the time in my life where like if I'm making any decisions or um, taking any steps that I'm 
scared about or that feel unfamiliar. I start to look for outside opinions and help and like I just talk about it with a lot of people because I'm nervous and like I just have this nervous energy around it. And then um, all the opinions start making me feel even more scattered and, and more disconnected from your own intuition. Yeah. yeah. And then I'm in my head and I'm just trying to weigh them all and just like pros and cons. And and then I realize like, whoa, I'm just not even listening to myself or what feels right to me or what I want. And like, I realize I'm giving my power away and like that's come up a bunch this month. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, so do you mind if I just share like the thing that we had? Yeah. So you're, you've been looking for a place to live and like Mm -hmm. finding apartments is one of my favorite things in life to do. And so I'm like, okay, let me, let me find you something. And you're like, yes, please. Like, please find me something. I can't freaking find anything. There's nothing there. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, there's nothing. There's nothing. (laughs) And so I was like looking up some places for you and like sending them your way. And you were starting to get like overwhelmed and you like went and looked at a place and it was just like not cozy it wasn't right the people felt fucking weird and you had you made a really conscious decision to like talk to me about that and say I'm gonna find my place I know I've been like putting this on you but I really need to like take my power back in this way and just know that I'm capable of finding my own spot Mm -hmm. and it was like the second you did that you are getting closer and closer to your apartment. Like, yeah. That- and I feel so much more like steady about it. Like yeah. I'm like, it doesn't matter if I go look at a place and I don't like it. Like yeah. it's okay. Yeah. It was like when you went and looked at like that one that I had sent you, I think because you do trust me so much because we're best friends and I do give you advice that feels good sometimes. Mm-hmm. It's like maybe there was some of that like, you felt like you had to love the place or something. And then after you were like kind of beating yourself up for thinking it was gross. Yeah. Cause it just, it made me go so in my head because you know, uh-huh. you were sharing like places that you've lived and like how it doesn't always have to have this or that. And like, there's so many things that can go in, like all these factors that can go into a living situation that you can weigh and like some things that you can settle on if other things are great. But I think those are different for different people. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, then it just made me start feeling like, oh my God, am I like really picky or high maintenance or like I have to have, I don't know. It just made me in my head and then yeah. I was like, okay, I just need to feel this out. Yeah, like, and it I, made you I like, will know yeah. when it feels right. Mm-hmm, you know? exactly. So with Scorpio season right now, with like the power dynamics, how those, so you think different power dynamics will be showing up for people, like that could potentially be a part of this season. Yep. And it could be anywhere too. It could be in work. It could be in relationships. Mm-hmm. There's so many different areas where we could, we tend to give up our power. Right. Or just like kind of look outside ourselves for the answers or. Right. What are some good ways to support ourselves like during this time? So, you know, that one of my favorite things about astrology is the polarities between the signs and looking to the opposite sign for kind of some inspiration or guidance on how to handle the season that we're in or the transit that we're in. Um, So the opposite sign of Scorpio is Taurus, which is one of my favorite signs in the whole Zodiac. Why is it one of your favorites? Um, It's just, I think it's because I have so much Virgo and earth in my chart that Taurus is another earth sign and it's very stable, steady. It's like a solid rock mm-hmm. and they're so soothing for me to be around for some oh, reason because I'm yeah. just like this little squirrely Virgo. So in my head and then when I'm around them, I just feel slow 
safe Soft. like this everything is okay you know <laughs> i will make it <laughs> yeah, we're, we're gonna make it <laughs> yeah so um yeah taurus is all about it's ruled by venus so it's all about like the like aesthetic and like sensual pleasures in life like food and drink and like smells candles cozy music like oh just setting the scene like you do as an enneagram seven like all the (laughs) just everything that pleases our senses right and um going slow like taurus um i have a friend we have an inside joke about tourist time. Like people that are on tourist time, they're like late, usually a little late and they just kind of like amble in like this slow, steady bull, you know? And they're just like, what? Like it's cool. It's all good. They're like, like, I'll get there when I get there. Yeah. It's like Island time and they're just so chill about it. So, Mm, um, a big part of (laughs) helping us with Scorpio season is like kind of like tuning into that tourist energy of slowing down. Like, otherwise, we'll get so overwhelmed with, like, all the emotions going on and all the shadow work that could come up. So it's, like, take a deep breath, like, slow down, notice, like, all the things around you that are beautiful and that you feel so supported by that we take for granted, you know? Oh, I love that so much that, like, when you were just talking, it, like, instantly made me take, like, a deep breath in. That would... I think we should do that. I think we should do just a couple deep breaths. Do you guys want to do a couple deep breaths with us? It sounds nice. Let's do it. Okay, let's take a deep breath in. And out. Shoulders soft. And just bringing awareness to this room, this space, this temperature, this moment, the sounds, coziness, safety. We're okay. We're so okay. We're, We're so, always okay in the moment. We That's are. What I always have to remind myself. I know it, it. We so Courtney came to the Montana House retreat, and I talked about this on the Montana House retreat episode that I did a couple back about how slowing down was like my biggest takeaway. And you and I can't stop talking about that and I feel like you and I are so good at just like mirroring to each other or we're kind of like always going through the same shift and it's probably just I mean it's astrology it's all of these things but it's like once we got back from Montana we just had like this kind of like lingering softness and slowness to our Mm day-to-day that we were like really kind of nervous would get interrupted just by like the day-to-day grind that we in our fucking crazy chatter that we have like here yeah you know when we're surrounded by work and surrounded by all these people and expectations like how are you kind of like bringing that slow soft coziness into your life right now yeah it's just really um sometimes I make lists gratitude type lists but for the most part I just like think of things and I think it's like what you said in your story the other day about like getting into the essence of gratitude Mm. like I really feel that like I feel it like flush through my body yeah you know just like looking at especially right now all these trees that we have that are just ridiculous like Mm. orange and yellow and I'm just like oh like they're so pretty right now and the way the sun shines on them and right it like okay so it kind of cracks me up because all the things as far as like what I find really beautiful or when I really start to notice things and I'll even like have it at work, like in a, you know, I work at like a financial advising firm and it's like, you know, a little bit more corporate feeling and everything, but 
all have it with little moments there too. Like if I'm using the copy machine and I'm like, who the hell made this machine <laughs> that can just suck all these papers so fast in order and then like copy it like perfectly. Like just, yeah. I just start thinking about things mm. like that where I'm like, whoa, right? you know, cause it's magic. Yeah. And it's just, I think it's just being like more mindful and, and like, because you're slowed down, you're like noticing everything you're doing and like looking at the pen you're using and being like, wow, like it's right. So smoothly. And like, yeah. I don't know. I always think about inventions for some reason. And I'm like, wow, people invented like all these roads we're driving on. I know. My body's just like zipping around in a car right now. It's so weird. It is so weird. Yeah. Just like bringing more awareness to what's happening. I get really annoyed when I hear like, especially like going to a yoga class and I'm a yoga teacher, you know, I teach yoga, but like going to a class and the teacher is just like, you just got to breathe, you know, the present presence is the answer like you just need to be more present like notice what's happening here and it just never resonated with me I'm like fuck you like I'm having a really hard time being present I can't get out of my head but it's like now I'm at this place where I'm like no they were right Mm -hmm. like presence is literally the answer to so much like just struggles I have with anxiety and depression it's like when I can just bring it here and breathe and be in my body and be grateful for my body and notice like the little gifts scattered yeah. through my days like I feel so good Me too. I feel a Bundy yeah. yeah I'm just like right now I can breathe I have my health I have food to eat I'm not worried about like sleeping outside tonight like yeah there's so many things like that that just if you really think about them you're like holy shit I'm blissed I'm blissed yeah via Bundy yeah yeah it's important to think of it like that and it was cracking me up the other day because I'm like it sounds like when I talked about the copier, like a pen, it mm-hmm. kind of sounds like I'm high, like I'm stoned, <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> Yeah. and that makes so much sense because like when you are like I used to be kind of a stoner in college and that is what happens when you smoke weed, like time like, wow. slows down <laughs> so much and like <laughs> 10 minutes can feel like three hours and right. you're just seeing everything in a new light and like, mm. I don't know. I That's, think it, it actually like can be really good for you sometimes. <laughs> You're like, whoa. I guess I just have never had the same experience with weed. Like I always felt kind of like paranoid schizophrenic a little bit. Like I just was, I would always really, I just went straight to feeling nervous and just like sketchy. I probably looked like such a freak, just yeah. like really scared. I'm like, who's going to catch me? Yeah. And then also I remember like one time I was, we don't have to get into all, like all our stoner stories, but I remember just like smoking with some friends camping and all that I saw were like these little white dots everywhere. And I was like, this does not feel safe. And I just started running through the woods. <laughs> like as fast white as dots. Just like white dots, like everywhere I looked there was just white dots oh. and they saw it too oh yeah so i was like do you guys see this <laughs> and then they said yes and i'm like this can't be good we got some weird stuff <laughs> this is not so i did not feel like abundant and present i felt scared yeah. for my life <laughs> yeah well i yeah i'm so paranoid on it i can't really touch it anymore but yeah um unless i just feel so freaking safe and i know i'm going to bed soon oh. that helps but um because I smoked so often in Eugene, <laughs> yeah. I did get a little bit of a tolerance and a little bit more of a comfort with it, but it's, it still doesn't really go right. well with me. But I do appreciate that part of it, and I do appreciate, like, stoner culture for that, too. I just feel like they see things differently, and they, yeah. you know, it's kind of a joke, but right. it's also... 
kind of cool. Yeah, it is kind of cool. Um, f- so to back up to Scorpio season, is there anything else that we should know or we should be looking out for? Just ways for us to feel more like supported and okay. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, another thing about Taurus is just grounding in the moment and like being in nature is huge mm-hmm. or anything that makes you feel a little bit more connected to nature, even like your animals and pets. Right. Um, and then we're, we also have Mercury retrograde going on right now until the Ooh, 20th. Talk about that, please. Yeah. So Mercury goes retrograde three to four times a year normally. And it's nothing to be afraid of. Like everyone goes crazy about it on Instagram, <laughs> but it's happened every year of our lives since we were little. <laughs> and, like, and we're still here. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. Um, so basically... This like the Earth and Mercury both orbit around the Sun, but Mercury's closer to the Sun, so it's like its orbit path is like a little bit like shorter in length than ours. Um, so it kind of laps us, and when it laps us, it comes between the Earth and the Sun, and it's like the closest that it is to the Earth in its path. That's like a Mercury retrograde period. Mm. So it's not really going backwards. It's just an illusion from Earth that it looks like. It's kind of like when you're sitting next to a train in a car and like you're either, I don't know how it works. Like is the train starting to move or you're starting to move a little Mm. bit and you feel like it's going backwards. You feel like you're going backwards. You're like, what's happening? Yeah. (laughs) It's kind of like that. Okay. Um, So they say that, oh, and also Mercury is like, mostly made up of iron so i think that's why like because it's at its closest to the earth during that period it's like this iron like magnet that like kind of has an effect on like our communication or our um technology right and just whatever things so like it 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 feels like a time where things can go kind of haywire or there's more glitches happening um, more accidents. Mm-hmm. Definitely um, have seen more accidents, I feel like, in the last few days. Yeah. It's been really yeah. weird. I know. I think it. I think it's real. Yeah. Um, and obviously, like I was telling you earlier, accidents can happen, like, any time of year. So I'm not saying, like, this is ex- exactly Don't why. Don't your like, car. Things like, are just... Yeah. Um, people are more foggy. And, right. like, human error is up. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. So, because Mercury rules our communication and our thought processes and basically like our cerebral energy. So it just kind of makes things foggy. Um, But they say if you were born with Mercury in retrograde, that it's actually a more natural time for you. It's kind of like a more easy flow and stuff. I don't know if that's true, but some people have observed that. And just in general, it's a time to slow down again, like breathe. It's like all of the words that start with the R-E, like reflect rethink reassess like redirect yourself like um so that you're not always just like trying to move forward 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 but like actually taking some time to reflect on like what's working and what's not will actually help you move forward even and yeah relax yeah relax reintegrate reintegrate realign Mm -hmm. remember oh i always tend to go down memory lane on a metric but yeah or like that's why like exes can contact you sometimes that's Whoa. actually happened where i'm like oh my god it's it's real Ew. um or what else like people say don't 
make any huge decisions or sign contracts or whatever. And like, you don't have to, like, I don't think that's always true. It's just like, maybe take your time, like make sure you're not making a rash decision, like read the fine print. Yeah. Reread what you're doing. Like, (laughs) but you don't like have to stop your life. You're just like, just to go slower or just like relax. Yeah, absolutely. Don't you feel just so much better in who you are when you're moving a little slower? Yes. Don't you feel like we need to stay this way forever? (laughs) Yeah. But we won't. I mean, there's going to be faster times, but it's like, I'm just finding when I saw, and I, I just want to say, you guys, this can sound really annoying. And I know this because I've been so annoyed by this when I've been in really like anxious periods, but I just feel so much more aligned with like who I'm here to be, like with my own like essence and just a connection to myself when I'm moving slower and noticing and breathing more and not being in scarcity like that slowing down has helped me not be in that like scarce kind of mindset I feel like yeah and just being like more giving too Mm -hmm. like that slowing down has also like made me want to give more and help more people and not feel so clingy to like what's mine I'm just like no I just want to give I want to give more do you feel some of that for sure yeah Yeah. I think it's because of like societal stuff where we just like admire people that have a lot going on or they just seem busy like sometimes when I watch the Kardashians I'm like damn like they have a lot going on like they're doing well and like you don't you just like kind of project this success onto like moving forward like having a busy schedule right like that's success you know and just like always having something going on like always having invites or yeah I don't know just doing things all the time so and it's kind of we get into that mindset of like if I'm slow like if I'm just sitting here with nothing like I'm probably not really doing very well in life or I'm I'm if no one sees me do I even matter yeah there's that feeling for sure and you just got to get over that because it's not true not at all and that's fucking new for me to say because I you know with my Leo south node um it's like being seen has been like the most important thing in my life I'm like I need to be the center of attention or I'm gonna die (laughs) really like it's like look at me look at me look at me yeah uh and being able to just kind of take that I mean, you even witnessed that at the retreat, like when I was like handing the torch or whatever Mm -hmm. over to high for him to lead us through forest bathing and just some other stuff. (laughs) It was like really triggering for me. It was it was was so intense. You were there for that. And it's like, but it doesn't matter. I can be soft. I can be kind of behind the scenes and I'm still making a huge impact in the world. Yeah. And so are you. Yeah. And that's the other thing for this season and for literally every season of life is just be so gentle with yourself when you get triggered or when you just have like these haywire emotions and feelings and your thoughts are telling you you're not good enough and you're behind or whatever else like that. um, I think pain and like feeling those hard feelings is what always brings me back to slowing down now, now that I know about it, Um, because like the other you know last week or whatever it was when I had like that day of just creating a problem where there was none and being like I need to move out today (laughs) and like then looking at a place and being like there's nothing out there right um and then I just yeah I just felt so like charged up in one day and then had so many expectations and then I just got crushed and I was like then I was like crying and then the next day and like every day after that I've come back to that feeling of just like I'm good like yeah 
back to that retreat feeling that I had when I left of just being like, you're okay. Like you are okay right now. Like yeah. just eat your breakfast. Just eat your food. Tea. Yeah. And, and can you, I want you to share a little bit about your experience with the retreat. Sure. Mainly because I shared mine. And of course I was like, I fucking loved it. Cause I wrote, I wrote it up. I was like, this is how it's going to be. But like, I want to just hear what did you, what did you feel like? Like in your body? What did you feel like when you were there? Well, I mean, first of all, I was always looking around and just being like, wow, like everything is beautiful here Mm. (laughs) because it is like that house is magical and like the decor and like, I don't know, it's just so aesthetically pleasing for me. I love just like the rustic modern feel of just like, you know, it felt just so connected to nature. You guys use all the natural elements and everything. Mm. And then everything we did there was so nature oriented. All nature. Yeah. So I loved it. And um, I think uh, like one of my favorite parts was when we all were like meandering through the driveway. And like, it's really hard to explain the driveway because it sounds like a driveway, but it's not. It's, it's like not. this <laughs> long dirt or rock road. But then once you're out past like, I don't know where your house is there's just like these mountains surrounding it so you see all of the hills and mountains i don't know if they're mountains yeah they're mountains (laughs) okay yeah um and it just feels really vast Mm -hmm. and you feel tiny so small yeah and then we were picking rose hips which i didn't even know what rose hips were (laughs) you're like do i eat this sure i'll pick them and (laughs) charlie my (laughs) my big old dog he's like eating the rose hips (laughs) he's the best he tries to do everything that we do and he was just like trying to pick them off the branches too I was like, with his little teeth yeah <laughs> my god so fresh but yeah so that was my favorite thing and I think it was just it was quiet moments like none of us were really even talking that much and we all kind of scattered mm-hmm. at some points so then we'd come back together and like help you know fill up whatever cups we were holding and then like go back by ourselves and Uh, it was just so simple and it honestly I loved it I think because it made me feel connected to like the old days and like our ancestors of like how they had to like gather things like that and I I don't know like I feel like that shit lives in us like definitely I feel like we're connected to that in more ways than maybe we even know about and to me that just feels really special it is special it's like taking us back to our roots and Mm -hmm. It's literally connecting us to our ancestors. Yeah. You know, it feels that way. We, we kept joking. We're like, where are our bonnets? We need to be like <laughs> walking the driveway every hour, like with our bonnets on. Yeah. And I grew up reading like the Laura Ingalls Wilder books, like all the Little <laughs> House on the Prairie books. And I just loved how she described in detail, like all of the chores they would do every day and all the sweeping <laughs> and like, so something about that for me. I mean, it's probably all my Virgo or something, but I just loved the simplicity of just like, this is my task right now just to gather these rose hips. Nothing else matters. And Mm -hmm. um, just being surrounded by beautiful nature, like so many trees everywhere you look and the cold, crisp air. And uh, it was just the best. It was so yummy. It's just like a funny thing to describe. That was my favorite part. I don't know. Yeah. There's nothing like complex about it whatsoever. I love it. (laughs) Um, Yeah. When I... Just even just hearing you talk about the Montana retreat, I can feel in my body like it drops me back into it. Like it was so bizarre. Like I have not felt that connected to not to be too hippy dippy, but like the earth, like I haven't felt that connected in a long time and feeling so cozy and comfy, like 
like healthy family with yeah. everyone like I was like this is my family you yeah. know I remember leaving just feeling like this is the family yeah it was great because there was no one there who had the energy of like this is all we're doing no. you know like we were all like this is the best yeah. like with everything we were doing and it was so simple right and then of course like you had all the best treats like apple cider cozy hot apple cider and molasses freaking cookies yeah. like ugh just cozy ugh. food that <laughs> ugh <laughs> oh galt <laughs> could i have a lover <laughs> yeah and i just i loved it so much i when i think of that time i think that's why i've gotten so much more into cooking it's like that makes me more present than anything yeah that's why i want i actually feel inspired to do it more because yeah, yeah and I'm not like I didn't grow up learning and cooking mm-hmm. much but like I see just like how the simplicity in it and just making it like beautiful soup or something making soup making things for other Delish. people yeah. yeah and it's that's I, I get so much out of that of like we're all gonna sit down and it was simple food like we mm-hmm. ate simple food and yeah. I think like the most complicated thing that was made was the freaking bread and yeah. it was like a no need bread. Like it was so simple. I will actually share that recipe you guys in the show notes because it's the freaking best and it's so easy and it yeah. makes you feel like a legit like Italian baker. <laughs> You're like, hmm. <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> yes, we <laughs> <the> are guest. <laughs> um, so I was just saying the be our guest thing because Courtney and I just joke that uh, I don't even where did that come from? I think you just started singing it to me one time when you were serving me something <laughs> per usual. And then now it just comes up all the time. Like I got to her house today and there's like this huge bowl of wood chips. And then Danny was saying she was like throwing them into the fire for the Airbnb guests the other day. And then she like, was pretending to sing that song and like do this little dance with it, like throwing them into the fire. Guests, be all guests. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, I just love it so much. Um, Talked about the Montana tree. Well, I was just so happy to have you at the retreat. And I can't imagine doing that without you there. Because it was the freaking best. It was. It felt cozy. I think it's like, I felt, because I was doing that retreat for the first time without Jess, Mm -hmm. it felt really comfortable to have, like, my other best friend there. I was like, I I felt supported in that. I was like, it'll be fine. Yeah. (laughs) She's there for me for when I get triggered, because I know I will. Yeah, (laughs) I know. It was the freaking best. Yeah. That's the other thing about it is like um, just all the group situations. Like you can tell everyone gets triggered in their own way. Mm-hmm. You know, we're all human and we all have hurt spots and we all yeah. are kind of living from this like inner, like our inner child, like those wounds mm-hmm. that we experienced. And anytime I'm seeing someone be a sicko or be weird or like just struggle or treat me like shit, I know yeah. that they are living from that place mm-hmm. and that is where I feel like I can feel compassion totally whereas like before I just be like fuck them yeah go yeah. die like yeah, I would oh that's another thing that um has been so helpful for me now is like sometimes I hate using the word triggered because I feel like it's so overused but whatever whatever it's a word that, it, it's it explains really it real. <laughs> yeah. it's the real real get triggered yeah. um get but, a little triggered yeah <laughs> Uh, whenever that happens now, I think we had a similar pattern of isolating ourselves Mm -hmm. and not wanting to be the person that brought the group down or making everything about us. Um, so like that happened at my sister's bachelorette this summer, um, where, you know, everyone was like married or 
coupled off and or pregnant or already had kids and I'm like one of the only single people and there was just so much talk about relationships and babies and I was you're like, like I don't have a place in this conversation yeah and I just right. felt so quiet because I didn't I was just listening because I didn't have anything to say about it and then like at first that was great and then I was like starting to just feel like I'm this mute person <laughs> that I'm like you guys don't know how great I am because I feel like I can't yeah. contribute and then I got really triggered by that and I was like I'm so fucking behind I don't have like they probably think I'm a loser and like all these thoughts. And then I like remember going into the closet (laughs) because I was sharing a room with someone and I just like felt like the closet was the safest place (laughs) (laughs) and cried. And then I'm like, uh, and then I just felt worse because I isolated myself. And like, how long were you away from the group? Probably only like five, 10 minutes, but I was also having like an allergic reaction that day to the grass. So I think they thought that that's why I left, but um then like after I got back and we talked about that like you I know you'd been experiencing a similar pattern of like retreating and being by yourself because you feel like if you show that emotion or tell people like hey like you know it's hard like now I feel like there's ways to navigate it better definitely um where you can just say it without being like you guys are hurting my feelings or like I feel left out you don't have to do that but you can be like hey like um I don't know how to word it. Yeah. And or you could just pull one person aside like I did at the retreat with you and just be like, yo. Right. Because you, si- you had a similar <laughs> trigger. It was like the same. It's the exact same. Yeah. It always comes up in groups of women for me. Yeah. I feel behind and. Right. Um, I get nervous that everyone's thinking I'm like defective or something because. Because you're single. Yeah. Or and people always ask me that shit. They're like, how are you single? And then I'm like, oh. how am I? <laughs> yeah. You're like, what the fuck's wrong with yeah, me? Something's very wrong. With yeah. Me. <laughs> but that was so good because you did pull me aside or like did you did you say come here um first I went upstairs and cried by myself I mean I I just shed a few tears and then I came downstairs and I was like I was like wanting to but I was trying to fill out the right moment and then you asked me a question and then I was like come outside uh, yeah (laughs) yeah and that's how it came up for you the next day too it was like you didn't like tell me but then when I asked a question that was your way in but, yeah <laughs> so and I funny. and I talked about that on the Montana house retreat episode you guys should listen to that I think it was episode uh, oh it was episode 10 and Courtney and I were walking on the trail and she was just like don't you love being an earth sign <laughs> and then I responded I'm like no I hate everything about myself <laughs> I was like oh oh honey got, honey got triggered <laughs> I think she has something to talk about so yeah I think it's I think that is a huge growth moment to just be able to talk to one person and say, Hey, I'm feeling funny. Yeah. I I tend to feel funny when this shit happens. And, um, I, it's kind of that like speaking the power out of our pain. Yeah. Which we also have an And helping ourselves, like helping that inner child that gets so triggered. Cause like, that's how we act too, is like a child. Like that's why it doesn't come up unless there's an invite or something. Cause our little child doesn't know how to be like, speak like an adult and be like help like I need right. to talk about this like it gets like mm, you know I just wants to like be alone and push and people away I don't know if you've heard this but I've heard that like if you like our egos want to keep us safe and if we experienced a lot of hurt as children around people like our parents or siblings or whatever like lots of hurt isolation was actually safer Mm -hmm. and so that is so true it was definitely true for me of like it was so painful to be with my family so much of the time and so I spent a lot of time in my room yes and so now like if I get triggered or if I feel like someone's because mine is like usually I feel like one person is kind of starting to pick on me yeah and then I'll be like oh well 
well fuck you you know and then i'll like isolate yeah or another um big thing that and i feel so much better because i learned about like the opposite is the medicine you know if i want to be isolate if i want to isolate myself it's probably good for me to actually sit with these people instead Mm -hmm. and one of my biggest ones was with the kids and with high because i've always felt like i didn't like belong in my family when we were like if they were all getting together to have like family gatherings like go over to have dinner at the farm with granny and papa i would like stay home mm-hmm. sometimes because i was like i don't belong there they'd probably have a better time if i wasn't around right like i would literally feel that and yeah. think that and then they'd be gone and i'd be so lonely and be missing out and sad yeah. and just they... literally recreating yeah the childhood wounds exactly yeah, it's so real it's so real so i think in these moments like if you are feeling like you want to isolate yourself like maybe think what if i tried to stay yeah and what if or maybe if it's so painful to stay bring one person that you trust in that moment to just share with them what's going on like I really want to retreat right now I I, it's just something I do I feel this and just speak the power out of it yeah it helps just bringing your beliefs into light too because like clearly we're thinking if we're going to our rooms I did the same thing I would just go to my room all the time as a kid and just like cry myself to sleep and just feel so alone Mm -hmm. and so like that belief that core belief is like things are not safe like the world is dangerous mean and and out to get me yeah and I'm so alone here I'm so alone in the world like Mm -hmm. that's I think one of the core things about it so just we kind of recreate that if we're not conscious of it and like just taking the simple step of just going and telling someone and connecting about it and hopefully hope to God they respond in a caring way that's why you got to choose those people carefully because some people can just compound it absolutely but definitely isolating yourself if you're used to doing that man that really compounds it makes it a lot worse definitely and that just like what you were just saying makes me think of like the more we're raising our self-worth and the more we're surrounding ourselves with people who treat us really good because we deserve that Mm -hmm. like the more safe we are going to feel to share in those like sticky hard triggering moments because there are people that we aren't safe with like or there's people that are not going to treat our feelings with the amount of love that they deserve right and so we do have to be kind of particular like I know people in my life like family I don't have any friends in my life that I'm like I don't feel safe with I feel safe with all of my friends now um because I let so many go that I didn't feel safe with but there are family blood related people that I still end up seeing every once in a while where I'm like I'm not fucking safe with you Mm -hmm. I know that yeah I know that certain parts of my heart aren't safe with them right and it sucks but it's like it's okay though I have these other people that yeah can help me and sometimes it's like there's not the best people around so you might have to call someone or yeah you and I do that for each other yeah for sure just like keep those people and if you don't feel like you have one of those people right now that sucks like that's really hard I would like I used to feel like that a lot Mm -hmm. um so I would have to like journal with myself or and just kind of talk to myself like yeah. I talk to myself a lot. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. It's not crazy. No. But um so like if someone is in that position of not feeling like they have someone or maybe you moved, like that's what I could relate to. Maybe you moved away from your closest people and you're feeling kind of isolated in your new town. What like maybe just start looking to call in a new yeah. friend, someone who will treat you so good, someone you can go do things with, someone you can trust. Yeah, it's one of those things that's scary because you got to give people a chance, but it can feel really scary. So yeah, 
for sure. I think I just got to a point at one point where I was just closed off to people. Yeah. I was like, everyone sucks. No (laughs) one gets it. (laughs) Right. So I wouldn't even try. But now that I'm trying again, I'm like, okay, I know. And you're you're making people. so many amazing friends. Yeah. Like in this year, because I just met you this year. Or that's so weird. I I really feel like we've been best friends forever. Like yeah, that's how it's it, really weird. And it's and it's such a rich friendship because you and I came into each other's lives at this time of like really setting the bar mm-hmm. to a place that we know we need it to be like as far as who's going to be in our life they're going to be they're going to have to be really fucking awesome yeah and really kind yeah and generous like with their their time and hearts yeah i just need to be able to like i've realized i need to feel safe like to cry around someone and like that um i can be like my whole self and like open up and mm-hmm. yeah Definitely. that's really important it is uh when we were at the retreat i we didn't really do a huge like it wasn't like a workshop or anything, but I had everyone bring a picture of themselves as a little kid. And Hi and I have always loved this. Like we have a picture of the two of us as little kids, like next to each other. Like we're not, they're two separate pictures, but I just think there's a lot of power in like just seeing a picture of yourself little. It just like, I feel like it instantly kind of activates more compassion and love and just like it really does it helps you remember just like oh you're just a little sweetie and I love you and I want to take care of you and we can take care of our inner child wounds for the rest of our lives yeah because they're going to continue to show up yeah and you and I talk about that all the time yeah like always we should share pictures of us as little little girls I know and also that's why I love thinking about like myself as like a 70 or 80 year old Mm -hmm. you know like with gray hair and just like so old and wise and looking at me now and being like she's still such a child you know like like I don't mean to be like we're all innocent little children and like we need to coddle ourselves like that's not it but it's just like having compassion you know and I feel like we really do carry that because we're not taught in school or anywhere else how to to take care of our feelings. Any like social or emotional literacy is really missing. So it makes sense that we kind of get stunted mm-hmm. or um, we kind of compartmentalize and start like checking out from taking care of that because we don't get to think of ourselves like that anymore like we start we don't like get taught like that we can have compassion towards ourselves we're not taught that at all it's more just like well what were you thinking yeah why would you do that yeah like what's wrong with you i know it's It's so sad and scary and like i mean even just we've heard this before hopefully you all know not to tell a kid don't cry like Mm -hmm. that's not we don't (laughs) we don't do that it's just like we're we're taught so many things when we're little that do not serve us yeah as adults and it's just like this constant untangling but it I'm just trying to look at it as exciting and it feels so good to be getting back home and just getting to that place of like oh this is who I came here as I know you know because we keep piling on like shame and all the shit that makes us feel like we have to act a different way mm-hmm. but like the more we peel that back the more we become who we've always been yeah i think a... we both talked about like sometimes we'll like look at ourselves in the mirror yeah and like smile at ourselves <laughs> or do some like cheeky grin yeah. and be like okay yeah. hi and yeah. like that's a really good practice especially like when you're at work all day or whatever like those bathroom moments where you can look at yourself and be like you're doing great oh it's like, so you're sweet beautiful yeah you know 
Like I love doing that. It makes me feel really good. And just, it's kind of funny too. I always like have a little laugh to myself. Yeah. Like, of course I'm looking at my mirror, myself in the mirror. It's kind of funny, but right. Um, also I just thought of Ru- Ruthie Lindsay. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, every time I hear her on podcasts and I listen to her podcast all the time, she is, what's, what's the name of her podcast? Unspoken. Unspoken. We'll link it's it in so the show good. notes. But, um, she will talk to all of her guests almost like they're like inner child is sitting there and just tell them how good they are. And like, Aww. it sounds so weird, but it's so like, it gets, makes me cry every time. Yeah. And it's so powerful. It is and powerful. so like help listening to her and because I admire her so much has made me realize like, that's actually, cause I, I think I grew up in a family where this, what we're talking about right now. And that's why I keep having like a disclaimer about it. Like, I feel like they would roll their eyes and be like, that is so fucking stupid. Yeah. Or so <laughs> fucking like, weird. Yeah. Like, why are you like the the word coddling definitely comes to mind like um yeah right so I keep having that disclaimer and like like she has given me permission like this is healthy like Mm -hmm. this is really good because I really admire her and she'll just say like she'll talk to herself like Ruthie you're a precious girl I know and like that like gets me I'm like we are like we're all we're precious. So, we, we are have just so like precious. these big hearts that just get wounded yeah. early on, and we get scared. And yeah. Ugh. Oh, yeah. also see the movie Jojo Rabbit because the little boy, he's ten years old. He's so fucking cute. If anyone Aww. like go to the movie theater and see Jojo Rabbit because he is, is a it perfect in theater example right of like now? an inner child and like what the beliefs we pick up and all that. Stuff. Is it in theater right now? Yeah. Jo- you went right and saw now. it. Yeah. When did you go see it? Last. This uh, Friday, I told you about it. Like, oh, the that's one that you the have one. To see. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I can't yeah. wait. I need to see it right now. Yeah, that's why you loved it so much. That's a big part of why I loved it so much. It's. Oh. I mean, there's a lot of reasons, but yeah, we I'm need to nurture right our now. inner child. You guys should really try that. Take that, and we'll. <laughs> I know we're, we're gonna... just laughing because we didn't plan on talking about inner child, and, and it's that's like all it all is. we ever go to. I know it's so good. <laughs> well, um. Courtney and I and I've talked about it once or twice but it's relevant because it's literally this weekend the podcast will be coming out right before our workshop but we're doing a workshop in downtown Portland did you hear my lips so we're doing a <laughs> workshop <laughs> sorry blow <laughs> I was but, doing like the alien from signs earlier do it again I think it's like that Ew, and I was doing the little creepy girl from hereditary I was like <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Have you guys seen that movie? Don't. Sorry, everyone. Yeah. Um, but we are leading our workshop together this Saturday, Saturday night <laughs> at Yoga Yamhill in downtown Portland. And it's astrology, integration, and unlocking your inner child. Mm-hmm. I swear to God, we were not planning on talking about inner child. This was not on purpose. We were going to talk about Scorpio season in the end. But anyway, come. We have a couple come spots left. Children, I'll take me away. <laughs> what is that from? Focus, focus. Come. That's why I like can't watch that movie. It's so sick. Let's sing it. Come, little children, <laughs> take me I away. I cannot. <laughs> I am Sarah Jessica Parker. I wish she's my spirit animal. She's but amazing. She's so amazing. Um, but no, we would love to have you. The workshop, it's going to be two and a half hours long. I'll leave a link to that. If it's sold out by the time this comes out, I'm sorry. It might be. We have like, I think, three spots left. It's just fucking awesome. Yeah. I'm proud so of excited. us. Yeah. This is our first workshop together. Yeah. 
Look yeah. at us. Look at us. We're doing it, we honey. We can do this. We can do it. <laughs> <laughs> we're doing it. Oh, my God. No, but really, it's. I hope that can inspire you guys, too, because it's like Courtney and I are just growing our little businesses alongside each other. We don't really know what we're doing, mm, but... We're just scared little children. We're just scared little children. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe it. <laughs> I don't believe it. But, Seriously, though. Yeah. Like, really, though. Yeah. That's why it is crazy for me. I'm like, I would not have seen myself doing something like this. I'm going to be so nervous that day. Like, yeah. you know, teaching has really helped me, like, because I, you know, was worked as a teacher for a few years. That helped. But I still get nervous. Absolutely. Well. I get nervous all the time. I, I was teaching our biggest spoon carving class which Mm -hmm. I just talked about on the last episode, but I was so nervous. Like I felt like I had to like poop so bad all day. I was like dying nervous. And then it was so fun to be able to just talk about the nervousness with the class, be like, I felt really sick to my stomach all day. (laughs) They're like, "Ah." but I felt like that welcoming. It felt more welcoming. Like they totally like I was being human. Yeah. I love that. Mm -hmm. That's why I'm proud of us. Like, cause we, I know we both have a lot of fear and limiting beliefs we've had to wrestle with that we still are. And so it's big. Every little step is big. Every little step. Yeah, you just get to that point, at least for me, where the pain <laughs> was bigger than the or, fear. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> just slightly. Absolutely, and it tipped the scale, and then I started doing a little bit more of what I love. Absolutely, and, and you're doing so well. Keeping that ball rolling, you're doing so good. Thank you should you. feel so proud of yourself. Thank you. You yeah. are so good. <laughs> you are you good. precious girl. <laughs> you are so precious, and you are blessed, and you are loved. You're important. I know. But you really, can do anything. You can do anything. <laughs> we need to link that too. Yeah, that's the cutest. It's the sweetest little video Courtney found on YouTube and sent it to me or wherever you found it, Instagram. We'll we'll link that as well. So cute. But thank you so much for coming back. You're just gonna be on the show a lot. You know I'll that, be back. right? I will be back. <laughs> I will be back. I'll be back. Don't okay. worry. Love you. <laughs> Say love you. I'll be back for Sagittarius season. <laughs> I love you so much. Love you so much. Bye. Bye. (sighs) Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you didn't mind all of the sound effects and laughs. And we just like, as soon as we got off the recording, we were like, what just happened? What do we talk about? We just go into like this weird vortex thing. It's so fun. Um, If you haven't found Courtney on Instagram do I'll have all of her information ways that you can connect with her schedule a reading with her um yeah I'll have everything in the show notes so head over there to get that and if you have not rated or reviewed the show yet please do this is what helps Mudlark get into more ears and more hearts and I just appreciate it so freaking much the show is here to help you it's here to help anyone who's wanting to feel needing to feel less alone we all deserve to feel less alone. I will see you guys soon. Bye.